Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 219. And today, I am really excited. No, I don't mean excited. I'm, I'm super pumped today to have my next guest on. I met this guy at a recent event that I was speaking at. We had a mastermind uh, at the end of the event. We had a one-day mastermind with all of the speakers, and this was one of the guys in this room. And I mentioned him on the last episode, 218, and this guy is crushing it on Amazon, but he's also crushing it externally outside of Amazon, and that's why I wanted to have him on. He's a seven-figure seller, and he's gonna share all of his advanced marketing strategies using email and Facebook ads, social media, and all of that stuff. He's going to talk about funnels. It's just an amazing conversation that I just had. I literally just had it too, by the way. I'm doing this pre-intro, but I just got off the phone with this guy. His name is Mike Jackness. Great guy. uh, Totally willing to share. And I'm just really fascinated with like funnels and external like, you know, channels and all that stuff. And uh, when I started listening to him in this mastermind session that we had at Steve Chu's event. It was uh, the Seller's Summit, if I didn't already say that. Uh, it was just an amazing event, but it was an amazing mastermind uh, roundtable discussion that we had there, and Mike really got my interest, and that's why I've invited him on the show. So really excited to have him. Now, before we do jump into this awesome uh, conversation that I just had with Mike, I do want to remind you that if you want to see the show notes, uh, all the links that we discussed will be there. If you want to download or just read the transcripts, they're there on this episode as well. So that is theamazingseller.com forward slash 219. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 219. Let me also say, if you're brand new to the podcast and you're going to listen to this episode right now, it's okay. You can listen to it, but understand a lot of this stuff that we're going to be talking about is a little next level stuff, okay? And it's stuff that you don't have to do right now. And you can even hear Mike say that in the this uh, conversation that I had with him that, you know, you don't have to start out by doing all of this and he didn't either. Uh, but once you get to a certain level, you're going to want to start thinking about this right here that we talk about um, in this uh, in this interview and in this conversation that I had with Mike. If you are brand new, like I said, and you want to get caught up to speed as far as how to get your first product launched on Amazon, I created a free resource for you and you can find that by heading over to freeprivatelabelcourse.com. It's a 10-day email course. It's going to walk you through every single step that it'll take to get your first product launched on Amazon. Once again, that link is freeprivatelabelcourse.com and you go over there, you'll register, you'll get the first email which will kind of give you the outline of what to expect through this course and then every day you'll get an email for the first 10 days uh, walking you through all of the different steps that it takes to get up and running. I also have videos there to show you exactly what I'm talking about and if you're just getting started and you want to see if this is the right business model for you, this would be a great place to start as well. So again, that's freeprivatelabelcourse.com. All right, so I'm going to stop rambling now so you guys can enjoy this awesome, amazing interview that I just did with Mike Jackness. Enjoy. Well, hey, Mike, what's going on, man? Thank you so much for hanging out with TASers. What's going on? Not much. I was just telling you before the pre-show here that I uh, went hiking over the weekend and now I'm paying for it. I'm reminding myself I'm no longer 20 anymore. So yeah, uh, just sitting here sore. So besides that, uh, get ready for a good week, hopefully. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I feel the same thing. It's like, uh, you know, I've swung the baseball bat with my son a few times, you know, like over the years. And it's like the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I had muscles in that area. 
But uh, yeah, as you get older, you definitely notice it a lot, uh, a lot more. So for sure, yeah. So awesome. So once you did some hiking, that's cool. I, I got to get out there and get some hiking done too. So uh, yeah, may, maybe I'll I'll do that soon. We're gonna be moving to South Carolina here pretty soon. I hear they got some pretty good mountains, so maybe we'll check that out. Um, I really wanted to have you on because uh, you know you and I met in Miami at Steve Chu's event, the Sellers Summit, and uh, we were in like a mastermind group on the last day. And uh, I was very intrigued by your your story and your business, but I was also curious uh, to really dive deeper into how you were able to, or how you are able to, really not really rely that much on, on Amazon as, as a lot of people do. So maybe you can kind of get a, give us a little bit of a backstory as far as like, you know, how you decided to, you know, kind of get started on Amazon, but then get us up to speed to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I've had other businesses before, you know, before doing e-commerce and I've learned my lesson the hard way that having all your eggs in one basket can lead to a very sad day uh, mm. you know, when someone else has, has all the control. So, you know, we, we got started on Amazon actually by purchasing a site called IceWraps.com that had an uh, Amazon account. And I had done some Amazon stuff in the past that just didn't really get any traction. Uh, but that was really the kind of the, the thing that got us over the hump and, okay. and kind of op- opened our eyes to, to Amazon. We were selling other people's products, which we've now completely replaced with only our own products. So you know, fast forward, because uh, I know we only have a short amount of time here, uh, you know, we've now supplanted or uh, replaced, I should say, with uh, all the other products we were selling from other manufacturers with our own branded stuff. Yeah. uh, Now, right there though, Mike, so when you bought that website, so you seen that website as, were they selling like, uh, was it wholesale, drop ship? Like what what was that site? How was that site uh, selling those products? Was it through affiliate sales through Amazon? What was that? No, it was all uh, FBA. So, It's uh, it's icewraps.com. At least we sell shoulder ice wraps and knee ice wraps. I actually could use one right now after this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a customer right yeah, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go in the warehouse and grab one, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're selling a bunch of stuff FBA, and uh, you know, it, it kind of clued me into into that model. So we just started shipping in other manufacturer stuff that we already had inventory of in our warehouse because we were selling it on icewraps.com and then started selling it on Amazon. And at the time, it was a very lucrative market. We were doing really, really well. But as I'm sure a lot of your listeners know, as soon as you identify an opportunity and you start gaining rank, everybody else kind of finds sure. it too. Yep. Uh, and eventually over, not even that long of a period of time, within six months really, uh, it became a quick race to the bottom, okay. especially for the ones that didn't have map pricing. And then of course, there's the map violators that just don't care. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, you know what used to be a great source of revenue and income for us just kind of dried up. And okay. uh, so over that six month period of time, it, there was some at some point where I was just like, you know what, f it, I'm going to stop sending in other manufacturers' products into Amazon and only sell our own stuff. So gotcha. it was kind of a, a six month transition for us. Gotcha, gotcha. So at this point, then you kind of transitioned that into where you were the manufacturer in a sense, and then you were basically uh, taking and controlling. Uh, you know, all of those uh, different SKUs now that you were going to be sending in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right. That's awesome. Uh, so from there, um, then what's next? What happens next? Well, I mean, as our Amazon revenue started to grow, it actually st- it actually uh, eclipsed our revenue on our own website uh, by quite a bit. And, okay. and, and it left me in a position of, 
that's a little bit scary. So yeah. we, uh, and we also had launched another brand called Color It. And uh, so we had all of our sales for that brand were 100% exclusively on Amazon. So I was even more concerned at that point. So yeah. it really lit a fire under my butt to, to launch our own store for, for Color It and to expand out some of the stuff that we're doing uh, with ice wraps and to basically change our philosophy of, you know, we're going to, we have an Amazon business too. We are selling on Amazon and it's just the channel for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, and when the day comes that they, you know, lock our account for absolutely no reason, or they decide to change their FBA fees to something that changes the math for us, that makes it not profitable or one of a dozen other horrible scenarios, we aren't left without a chair when the music stops kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think that's that's smart for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you kind of realize that. Uh, I mean, like you said, I mean, you, you kind of experienced it and then you're like, all right, I'm not going to fall into this trap. Uh, and, and I think just being a, a smart business person too, knowing that you don't want to be relying on one channel and kind of like one source of revenue kind of thing too. So at what point do you start thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to start building my own kind of external you know, funnel or, you know, ch- you know, channel in a sense to where I'm not relying on Amazon. Yeah. So what we did with color, I mean, and I encourage all of your listeners as well to kind of take this philosophy because uh, I, I listen to your podcast a lot and I know a lot of stuff you talk about. So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, you can put the carpet for the horse. I wouldn't go out and spend thousands or tens of thousands of dollars building out a website. If you're, if you're just getting started, sure. you know, we, we got to a point where we were selling, six figures of product uh, a month on Amazon. And that was when it was like, okay, we need to protect this this revenue stream. Mm-hmm. And um, we also had the domain colorit.com from the very beginning uh, for our brand, knowing that that was going to be our long-term plan. Gotcha. So to answer your question, what we did is we waited until we had people come into colorit.com. You know, I put Google Analytics on there. I put like a, uh, we sell exclusively on Amazon message on there. But if you want to join our newsletter, uh, you enter in your email address. And when we started seeing people coming to the site naturally, uh, we knew it was kind of time to start building things out at that point. Okay. And, and then at that point though, so what do you, what's your, I guess what I'm, what I'm asking is, okay, so like, what's my first thing that I do at that point? Do you come up with like an offer? Do you try, start trying to really just heavily just try to build that email list? And then, cause I know we talked a lot about it in there, uh, in our little meeting about, you know, you're building out that content strategy, which I agree 100% with like, so what are the first steps for you to kind of start building that thing out? Yeah, so we're uh, kind of crazy. My friends and people in the community know that we're we're pretty ambitious, and we don't do things. I think as a typical person. So, like when we tackled that project, it was like we're all in. Mm-hmm. And within a period of three months, we launched our website and built the funnels and the email series and and did everything within a very short period of time. Um, so I'm not sure the best advice I would have for for someone that wants to do it on a little bit slower uh, time or more realistic time frame. Uh, but I, I think that the best place to start is by building out like a Shopify or big commerce type store. So you have a place to capture sales off Amazon and, mm-hmm. and not doing it in a way that's going to break Amazon's terms of service. And we're very careful not to do that. Um, sure. We do include inserts, but we do it in a way that is squarely within uh, the confines of their of their TOS. Um, but for us, like we aren't looking at Amazon as our source of business there. We're looking at off Amazon. I mean, as big sure. as Amazon is, I mean, uh, I think the, the stat that rolls around is like 44% of all e-commerce 
decisions or purchases start on Amazon, but you know what happens with the other fifty six percent? Those sure. people are on sure. Google or they're on Facebook or yeah, whatever. So I mean, for us, it was trying to capture that traffic. Um, people that are going to buy on Amazon are going to buy on Amazon. Like I've given up the thought of oh, I'm going to get people off Amazon and come to Color.com and buy. I mean, they have a Prime account. They're going to Amazon's going to get the product to them quicker. As the brand and you know having protection from the whole way through the pop pipeline, I don't really care where my customers buy. I just want them to buy. So mm-hmm. if they're an Amazon customer, let them buy at Amazon. But again, if uh, I want to be able to grow my non-Amazon business, so we we did that through uh, through a lead funnel, a lead lead magnet, and Facebook ads and contests were basically the three the three main areas that we we did to build that. So let's 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 walk in or let let's kind of walk through those if you don't mind, like. You know, okay. So if I if I'm gonna build out a funnel, um, you know, let's just kind of kind of go through that process. So I mean, obviously, we need an offer. Let, let's go through the contest. I, I kind of like that idea, actually. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a good place to start because that's actually where where we started. Um, we actually we launched our website on December 5th of 2015, and okay. on January first, uh, I was sitting. Uh, we had been thinking about doing a contest, but I was sitting at home. It was New Year's Day. Was a little bit hungover from uh, the party the night before, so I wasn't going. I wasn't going out that day. I just kind of like lounging around the house, and I was like, you know what? We're like today's as good a day as I need to launch a contest. And I just took it upon myself to, uh, you know, even though I have employees and stuff here that could help with that, I was like, let's just let's just do it. And uh, I ended up selecting a software called Gleam.io. Um, there's other ones out there like Contest Domination that I've heard are, are even better. Um, but we selected Gleam because it integrates with Klaviyo, and if okay. uh, if you're Doing e-commerce and you're going to be doing email. Uh, there's very few people that will tell you that Klaviyo isn't the best uh, e-commerce email platform. It, it blows away like AWeb or a Mailchimp for for e-commerce. Okay. If you're going to be, if you want to get sophisticated, so we knew that we wanted to to have everything in Klaviyo. So we yeah we launched the contest. We did one free set of colored pencils a day for a month. Um, so we, we give away 31 sets of colored pencils, and we have a social media marketing person here in the office and. We worked really hard to, you know, keep keep this going on social. Where every day we were posting who the winner was and asking them to send in a photo when their product did show up, uh, so we could put that on on Facebook and, and other social media channels. And yeah, I mean, it took off. It got viral, uh, and we ended up in in just about a month got something like nine thousand uh, people on our email list wow. right out, right out of the gate. So oh, that's awesome. Um, and and then so. Obviously, the, the promotion had a cost to us. I mean, we gave away 30 sets of pencils that cost us something probably like $15 to get in the customer's hands or maybe even closer to 20 with all the shipping and everything. Um, but, you know, if you were to ask me, can I get 9,000 people for, what is that, 600 bucks? Right, right. Uh, would you do that? Yeah, sure. Obviously, you're going to do that. And, and the thing that's, that's crazy, I actually have the stats here. I'll, I'll look them up real quick. Um, we got so many people, uh, so many customers uh, from from the promotion uh, that it, it more than paid for itself. Uh, let's see, I'll just flip through here my my old notes. I think I have it actually sitting right here. Um, sorry, you caught me off guard with that. No, no, that, that that's it was, fine. Uh, that, that's it was fine. like nine nine thousand. I remember it was nine thousand. I actually have the information right here. So we had. I'm sorry, it wasn't quite nine thousand. It was eight thousand one hundred forty five people on our list, uh, or people that took advantage of the contest. We had 6,589 people sign up to our newsletter. Uh, we got 1,870 Twitter followers, 1,442 Instagram followers, 3,137 Pinterest followers, 8,900 Facebook fans, and probably most importantly, we got 98 
orders out of it, which is wow. nuts. You know, yeah. I mean, just so yeah. contests uh, drove a lot of revenue for us, and we spent uh, six hundred and seventy-eight dollars in uh, in Facebook ad spend. Uh, basically, all we did was promote. We just we had made a post on on the first, like I mentioned. And uh, and then I just promoted that post, and nothing more than promote a post, which is not something I typically recommend doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in this case, it worked great because I already have a bunch of comments and yeah. likes and shares, so we had all that social proof on the post. And then I only promoted it to a very niche audience. Um, and so just off the Facebook promotion, you know, we, uh, the six hundred seventy eight dollars we spent, we got twenty nine hundred dollars in orders, which was, was another seventy eight orders, and then. As a part of our post contest flow, because we, you know, we have a whole month to kind of figure out everything we wanted to say as a part of our newsletter sign up flow and as a part of our post contest flow, then the post contest flow got another uh, six, then 17, then six uh, more orders wow. uh, on top of that. So, and that was just our first month out of the gate just trying it. And uh, it, we had, you know, uh, February and March, we had even better results, and we've actually tailed off a little bit because we tried a couple uh, different different promotions that haven't worked as well. Plus, we ran out of the item that we were giving away there, which is the colored pencils because they've been so popular uh, that we uh, we have more coming. But we haven't been able to use that exact item anymore for the contest. So I think that when we get those back in, we'll be able to, to supercharge it again. But yeah, contests uh, have done wonders for growing our email list and for in building our business. So what, what does the, what does the contest say kind of like, you don't have to say it verbatim, but kind of like, what's it say to the person that's kind of looking at it? Like, kind of like, you know, here and, you know, enter to win our, you know, you know, whatever we're doing a some, something for February or whatever it is like, you know, uh, you know, enter your, your name and email address to enter to win a full set of colored pencils, you know, something as simple as that, or was there more to it? Yeah, No, it was really just as simple as that. And, and the thing that's really neat about Glean is that you get more entries for the more actions you take. And that was that's the thing that kind of helped this take off and become viral. So people didn't just sign up for our email list. They also went to Twitter and tweeted for us or also went to Instagram and, and you put up a picture of the, of the thing or pinned it on Pinterest or, or any of these number of things. So every time that they did one of these actions, they got more more lottery tickets in the in the gotcha. pot. Gotcha. Uh, and I like that. You know, all, all these different promo- uh, I know Gleam obviously does, ex- and I know Constant Contest Domination does it. There's other ones out there. Um, like I said, we just we only selected Gleam because, I, as far as I knew or know now, still they're only ones that actually interface with Clavio okay. uh, out of the box. Okay, now that's that's cool. So you did that for 30 days every day. Give you know basically you were giving away uh, a, or you were announcing a new winner. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, we were. Religious about I mean, Monday through Friday, at least, yep. announcing the names of the people that won. We would email them. We would actually ship them the prize priority mail to get it to them quickly. Mm. It, it only cost us a couple of dollars extra. And then when they got it, we would ask them for a photo of themselves with the product. And, Sweet. You know, like a third of the people, which is really high. Oh, yeah. Of, gotcha. uh, you know, if you think of you doing it. But, like, they got something for free and they were just excited. So about a third of the people gave us uh, permission and, and a picture to use their name and likeness. Uh and and that built even more traction because then when people saw that it was real and that it wasn't yeah. just BS, uh, it helped quite a bit. And um, the other thing that's really key here is that you know, we had already we already had several thousand people uh, on our our Facebook uh, you know Facebook likes or whatever on our Facebook profile, and 
we were already pretty active. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that you know, we I know a lot of people that have tried this that have that talk to me and they're like, oh, Mike, you know, I tried this and it just didn't work. You know, I think you get out of social media what you put into it, and mm-hmm. this is definitely a very social uh, platform. And you know, if you are just posting this contest and it's the first thing you put on your social media right. accounts in three months, then don't expect a whole lot back out, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Um, that's one piece of advice I, I have for people. I mean, I, I spent some time cultivating your social relationships early on. So when you do want something out of them, you you have an engaged audience and not just you know, the crickets. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. And what happens like the, to the non-winners? Did you follow up with a sequence of kind of like a special offer, a discount because they, yeah. they entered but they didn't win? Exactly. That, that was the, uh, the 6, 17, and 6 I mentioned. So that was all post-contest sequence. Uh, we sent out like a we use a timer in our email, so it was basically uh, I think we did a ten percent off offer. So it's like ten percent off uh, any you know your first purchase, and we only sent it to people who hadn't purchased. So okay. we didn't piss off the people. Right. That's one thing that Clavio can do that something like Mailchimp or Aweber can't. Um, and we sent out the email saying you'd get ten percent off. And then the second one was uh, like a reminder. It's it's going to end tomorrow. And then the third one was we extended it one more day, but seriously, this is it. Mm-hmm. And, um. We just kept an eye on our open rates and click through rates, and we when we saw it, you know, by the third one, it had tailed off so much that we decided that that was going to be enough. Okay, okay. And now moving forward with that list, do you just continually uh, give them content, or like what what is your strategy moving forward with them? Yeah, so everybody that's on our list, um, we have a very we have a very high open rate. So we have a thirty one percent open rate, which wow. is almost double. Yeah. the e-commerce average. And it's because exactly what you just said. We give them content. It's not just sale, 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 buy, buy, buy. Um, in, in fact, we we only maybe even send that out about 20% of the time. The other you know, four out of the five emails are uh, color it fan of the month. It's it's stuff that people are submitting that okay. uh, you know we do user-submitted uh, content that we send out in our newsletter. We announce new products, obviously. We put out articles like... Uh, the benefits of coloring or mm. uh, the best coloring pencils on the market. And of course our pencils are in the article, but we put a very objective article together and drive traffic to that. That's now gotten something stupid like 50 or 60 comments in the last few weeks. Wow. <laughs> and you know, it's all, so it all plays together in SEO and everything. Right. So, I mean, uh, we just, you, we spend a lot of money and time putting together amazing content and then we promote it in every channel. Mm. So we get to, you know, leverage every bit of, uh, value out of it that we can and not just try to have like a one hit wonder. Right, right. Now, it, give I guess give me one other uh, situation or that, you know, that you could do. Like if you were just going to, like let's say, for example, you didn't have, you know, a full out like seasoned uh, kind of Facebook fan page or whatever, but you wanted to start driving external traffic. We, have you done it where you, you just take a Facebook ad that you've been targeting uh, a certain audience and then drive them to like some type of lead magnet and then get them in the funnel that way and then just start educating them through that process? Yes. In fact, it's been our most successful thing uh, okay. as far as the – if you're looking at how much we're paying per lead and the, and the sheer volume of leads that we've gotten, uh, we've gotten something like 18,000 leads wow. uh, since February, since we've launched that. And we're re- recording this uh, right at the end of May. So, um, And we paid uh, 20 to 21 cents per lead, which oh my is gosh. incredibly cheap, right? Yeah, so, right. Um, but it, it, that didn't happen overnight. I mean, right. there was a lot of A-B testing on our lead page, and we sure. do use leadpages.net. Okay. Um, and it was a lot of, 
you know, A-B test, A-B-C-D-E-F-G testing, I guess, yeah. on our, our Facebook ads themselves. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we were able to do that by, by just continually working on the message until we got it quite, you know, exactly right. And, and what the offer is, is it's four free downloadable drawings, no questions asked, don't need to give us your credit card. We even say that type of stuff on the, on the page. There's no gimmicks, no bait and switch. And we're not asking for any personal information. Give us your email address. We're going to give you the drawings. And what we do with that, though, is we don't just give them the drawings all at once. We have a like a 17-part email sequence that goes out uh, that drips that stuff out over a month. So we keep the person engaged, and we basically alternate between giving them a free drawing and then telling them a little bit about our company and a free drawing and then telling them a little bit about our company. Mm. And it's worked really well. Uh, so well, in fact, that we actually uh, later today, supposedly, uh, according to uh, UPS Freight's website, we have uh, uh, what we're going to be we're actually going to be doing a hard uh, lead magnet, which instead of like a soft lead magnet where it's a download, we're going to be actually doing a free plus shipping offer. Ooh, I like that. So we'll be sending people 10 free drawings. So we're doing two and a half times more free stuff, but we're going to actually physically mail them something, which I think will have an even bigger impact. And uh, you know, have me back on the show in, in three or six months or yeah. whatever, and I'll, I'll let you know what the results are of that. Yeah, no, that'd be very interesting because I I've been hearing a lot about the uh, the free plus shipping offers, and uh, I think that those are definitely definitely very effective. So definitely be uh, curious to see how that goes. Uh, you, like you're right, though. I mean, the download it works totally. I mean, you've proved it, right? But it's something getting something tangible in the mail is a little different, right? Yeah. You know, not to mention you can put stuff in that insert as well, or, you know, you can send them some more information in there to, you know, come back, you know, and, uh, and, and visit, you know, whether it's another piece of content or whether it's an offer or whatever, um, you're yeah. able, you're able to do that. Um, you were, uh, just real quick, you were, you know, asking earlier, uh, you know, what can people do to get started with, I think that this is actually a good first step, really. I, I mentioned earlier getting a website up and running, but Doing this, I think, is even easier, and and there's even more ancillary benefit as just a pure Amazon seller because what you can do is set up one of these lead magnets off Amazon. You know, just use a lead pages uh, URL or whatever, yep. drive Facebook traffic to it, have a lead magnet, and depending on what your your brand is or your industry is, that'll be different. Sometimes it, it might be uh, information. Sometimes it might be in our case, it was a drawing. But no matter what you're doing, I mean, we obviously have ice traps as well. I can't afford to send someone a free fifty dollar ice wrap. But I can send them a PDF on how to fix a knee injury or sure. explain, you know, a tennis elbow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you can have a PDF for every, you know, and, and then you can get these really targeted Facebook ads going to specific lead pages. I mean, I can advertise to people who are, you know, thirty-five and older who play tennis. That, I know, right? Uh, yeah. You know, are going to have more aches and pains, right? So, uh, and then you give them a free PDF download, and now you have them on your email list, and the advantage. To that, for me, is that when you have a new product, instead of having to do you know, one of these review club type scenarios, you can you can just email your list and say, "Hey, we got a new product out. Go buy it at, at this discount." And they're going to leave an honest review, obviously, and all these different things. But sure, sure. Uh, it's what we've done with Color It. I mean, we we just whenever we launch a product, now we email our list and say, "This new product's on Amazon," and we get all the reviews we ever wanted. Uh, we don't have to use a review club for that anymore. 
that's really powerful, actually, um, to be able to, number one, you can spike the algorithm in Amazon, you can get your reviews going, and uh, you know you just, you just kind of get that, that ball rolling over on Amazon, but in the same breath, you still got your sales channel outside of Amazon that you're able to guide people through that funnel. So I, I love the, I love talking about funnel stuff. I mean, I could talk about this for, for days because I believe in it. And, you know, we're actually, we're giving the buyer, potential buyer, we're giving them a better experience. We're, we're trying to educate and give them value up front before they actually buy. Um, or it can be a straight discount. But for the most part, like you're saying, the ones that you're seeing that are working too are, you know, an offer to, help them, you know, and then educate and then they'll be wanting to come back and, you know, you built that goodwill and all that stuff. I think that's, it's huge. Um, and I think, like you said, whether you build an e-commerce store out like right now, you could build this external funnel without even having that in place and still just keep in their inbox is really what you're doing then. Then you're just in their inbox. Yeah. And that's why we email so frequently. I mean, having a message in front of them constantly, it trains them to open up our emails. And in fact, when we do the lead magnet, we don't hit them up right away with the free stuff. Our our first email is, thank you for signing up with it. Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, we're going to start sending you free drawings once once a week for a month. Mm. And you know, so the first email is just a primer. We, we know that the open rate on that first email is going to be incredibly high. They, they just gave us their email address. So you know, we want to keep open rates high, and this is one way to kind of artificially help keep your open rate high and help them keep your name in their head. So when they see you know, the color of email come through, they want to open it because like, you're giving them so much free stuff and value that by the time you hit them up with a, a 10% discount or something else, where you, a new product or whatever, they're just like they want to give you the money. Like, where do I give you my money versus yeah. you know, yeah. being that, in this awkward you – know, some stranger up on the street like asks you for – for a dollar, like you're just gonna like probably not even say anything to them and keep on walking and feel uncomfortable. Mm. But you know, if I walked up to you and asked you for a dollar, you probably would just give me the dollar, not even ask me what it was for because exactly. we know each other, right. right? So I mean, that's kind of the difference. And you know, the digital marketer guys talk about this quite a bit. I mean, they're incredibly smart. Ezra Firestone talks about this with like his Dipsy Doodle type offers and stuff. And uh, some of this stuff we figured out by you know reading them, and some of it we figured out on our own the hard way. I wish I. Uh, had, had met them a lot sooner, we would have figured out a lot sooner. Some, like same as your presentation uh, at Amazon or uh, at Seller Summit. Like I wish I had uh, seen that two years ago. It would have been uh, a lot, a lot easier road. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that you learn from other people that are doing smart stuff and, and the things that make good common sense mm. is going is going to work, right? And this just makes good common sense. You develop a relationship, build trust with somebody, give them something for free. Make them feel almost obligated to like do you a favor later, uh, and they're going to buy something from you down the road. And and if they're not, you know, it doesn't. That the great thing about this is it doesn't really cost that much. Mm. You know, it just uh, and you never know. Like it might take you know six months or a year before they they're ready to pull the trigger. But at least you have them on your email list. And uh, one thing that we do is we scrub our email list. So after a while, people aren't opening up our emails. We flat out just ask them, "Do you still want to hear from us?" And if they don't click yes, we just stop talking to them. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think that's smart too. And that keeps your open rates high as well. And it keeps the list clean. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that there was some, some things that didn't work so well. Can you share like maybe one of those things? Maybe, you know, what, what's one thing that you think that you've tried that you're like, eh, it didn't really work that good. Yeah. Um, when we first started doing Facebook ads, we almost gave up on them because they were doing awful. I mean, we were spending like 50, 60 bucks to get a conversion uh, and we don't have a, a 
a lifetime value to justify that. At least, uh, actually, I think we do now. Um, but at the time, because we were just getting started, we didn't really know what our lifetime value of a customer was. Mm-hmm. And it was all because we weren't niching down and we weren't split testing. And you know, luckily, I'm I'm in a couple of different masterminds with people that are way the heck smarter than me. And that was kind of their thing to like to go, you know, niche down some more. So what really wasn't working was like advertising. Uh, our coloring book products to like all the United States. Right. 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 It's like, uh, you know, we had to figure out that our core audience is 45 and over females who have an interest in coloring and own a home and they're married and, Mm -hmm. um, over lots of different iterative split tests and and doing that type of thing, we were able to find what does work. So I I think, you know, the, the real theme here and key is, Never give up. Like after you try something once or twice, you know, keep on, keep on trying. And you know, you got to put the effort into something. You, you get out of whatever it is what you put into it, right? So I mean, you know, the reason our lead magnets and funnels work is not because we just got lucky and we're in the right niche and all these different things that people tell me all the time. The reason it works is because we put a lot of time and effort into it. We have like a sort of seventeen part email series that goes out after people sign up on our list and we email our list once or twice a week and we have a lot of sophisticated uh, if-then kind of things that happen in the back end of Clavio and we tested a lot of different images and ad copy and landing pages and all these different things until we found the one that works. So, I mean, like, there's lots of things that we did that have that didn't work, but it's all about failing forward, right, mm. and, and learning from what you're, not even necessarily your mistakes, but just learning as you go along and that's what's worked for us is just is the persistence. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you, like you said, you almost gave up right on, on the Facebook ads because you're like, ah, these things just don't work. But you just needed to realize that you just were targeting too wide of, of an audience and you got to find that that audience. Uh, and, and I guess I mean, is, is that part of also running the ads? Because I know you could probably throw the ads out there right of to everyone, but split them up into different categories or different campaigns and then go, oh, wow, look at the ones from 45 to whatever, to 60 or whatever, they're converting better or getting more clicks and converting better than 20 to, to 30. So is that how you were kind of de- determining who your audience was? Yeah. And we actually use a tool called Ad Espresso to help with this. I mean, okay. we were using the Facebook power editor and stuff to begin with and creating our own our own niches and, and figuring that out based on just, again, the guy in, in the mastermind that, that, that helped me quite a bit. Um, but yeah, the, the tools, the third party tools, like certainly, uh, helped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely what helped us. I mean, you could see a clear indication of first it was between fe- female and male and it was just like, you know, it was something stupid, like a hundred and something dollars per conversion for a male, but like 20 for a female. Okay. Like, okay. Well, why the heck are we you know advertising the males anymore? So we just stopped all advertising the men. And then, then we did age group testing and we tested, uh, we started at 24, then it was 24 to uh, 34 or whatever, then, you know, 35 or 20, 25, I guess, to 34, and then 35 to 44 on up. Okay. And we realized that the younger people just weren't converting, that mm-hmm. you know, over time we were able to, and, and this is a relatively short amount of time, but we were able to tell that realistically our core audience are retirees and stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the only thing that works for our product. Like people that have a busy lifestyle, they just don't have time to color. And even if they do, like they might buy one book, they're not, they're not actually consuming the product and becoming a repeat customer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our core, just like bread and butter, as Drew Snocky calls them, the whales or <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> the, uh, the whales are, are people that are stay at home moms or, or 
or retirees that had just had time on their hands and are mm. looking for something as an outlet to, to relax. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's interesting. And I think also people need to realize that, you know, you spent some money to figure that stuff out, right? Uh, you had to run some ads and not be profitable, maybe in the beginning, um, to become profitable. Uh, and I think that goes even if you're running sponsored ads in Amazon or whatever, right? In the beginning, yeah. you're, you're kind of discovering what's working, what's not. And then you just start scaling what's working and do less of what's not working. Exactly. I mean, it's the same type of methodology. I mean, at first we're doing the equivalent of auto-targeting, which is you know a little bit less efficient. And then yep. you start doing manual bids and it's kind of a, a similar thing, but obviously a little bit more sophisticated on sure. Facebook, but same idea. And yeah. uh, I think it's important in any type of business venture to be willing to, to lose money, uh, to make money kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I think, uh, you know, I think you've already uh, kind of demonstrated here that, you know, having the outside channel and creating your own funnel is to me that that's where it's at, that that's where you're creating a real business. And that's where, you know, you can dictate, you know, when and, and, you know, how much traffic is going to be coming in by you just kind of turning the faucet on yeah. a little bit, a little bit harder, you know? Yep. And we, uh, uh, you know, I've gotten to the point where we were spending mid uh, four figures a day on Facebook spend. Wow. It's working so well. I mean, again, we had to turn that down just a little bit right now because we ran out of, of inventory. It, we were a victim of our own success. We sold so much stuff so quickly that it outpaced our wildest dreams of forecasting for, for ordering stuff from China. And you know, when that happens, it's a, a three to four month mistake, right? Because you're waiting and waiting and waiting for more product to come in. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just the unfortunate reality that we got ourselves sucked, uh, stuck in. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, by by this stuff can be incredibly fruitful. And even if you don't have a your website yet, like I mentioned, at least you're building a list. You're communicating with people. You're sending people to Amazon for new products for reviews, and not having to use review clubs and getting you know verified reviews and not leaving a footprint of people that only do review club stuff. And then uh, you know, when the time comes, you can just start sending emails and say, hey, look, you know, we launched uh, abc.com now and come over here and you know, here's a 10% discount, come by on our site. And you know, those people can, can easily be primed to go over and, and, start, uh, and start buying on your own website. Yeah. Are, are you also being able to kind of ask your, your audience and your customers like about maybe a next product or do you, do you kind of try to peer into their minds to try to yep. help you with that? We do this all the time. It's a great question. Um, the two most recent examples, uh, I mentioned we sell coloring products, coloring books. So the, the uh, two most recent examples, the first one was, uh, and we, now we have like 35,000 people on our list uh, wow. at this point. So we emailed them and said, look, like, we want you to pick our next title and here's 15 things to pick from that people have been suggesting over you know, the last few months on social media and we ran a month-long contest. That was actually our last contest which was you know, vote in, in to pick this book and whoever uh, ends up picking the winning title, we're going to send 30 people a free copy of that when, when the time comes. So we had people that were motivated to vote because they, they had a chance to win a free book. And sure. So the theme that ended up winning was like this mystical creatures theme, which were you know basically drawing dragons and fairies and mm-hmm. trolls under a bridge. I, I don't color, so none of this stuff makes any sense to me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we have this book now that we're in development with, and we're you know po- as we're getting as we're getting drawings now that are coming from our audit artists, we're posting that stuff on social media, keeping people engaged. It's a part of our our email sequences now. We're you know send all that stuff out, so that's worked amazingly well. So now we know based on like. Thousands upon thousands of votes. I mean, we had over ten thousand people vote. Uh, oh. We we know that that they want this book. So 
chances are very high that when we launch mm-hmm. this next book that it's going to do really well with our with our audience and all along the way because it's like a three month or four month process to develop a book all along the way um, you know we're dripping out the content and showing them like what we're working on keeping them excited so that's that's uh, one way that we've done it uh, another way that we've done it uh, we actually just had a, a we posted on Facebook we were looking at developing a watercolor version of our book, which is like a different type of paper and, and medium where you use uh, watercolors instead of markers or pencils, just because we had found this product in China when we were over there and, and we thought this might be a good idea. We posted on Facebook and everyone's like, no, not interested, not interested, not interested. Mm. Uh, and it, it probably saved us five or $10,000 from developing this product that would have just probably, at least for our audience, would have done yeah. well, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, having that audience available has uh, been really helpful for exactly that. That is, that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, you came out with an idea you thought was going to be a, a great product, a great fit, and they're like, no, nope, no, nope, don't want it. <laughs> You're like, yep. okay, uh, let's go on to the next thing. What else? What else could we offer? Exactly. That's that's beautiful. I mean, that's yep. you're in the driver's seat at that point, and you've got a nice base of of uh, you know people there to to give you that input. So, yeah, man, I, I'm. I'm excited, man, for you. I'm excited to uh, to learn more from you as well, and we'll definitely have you back on um, to to kind of give us an update on uh, on a few of those other things that you're working on. What what are you using to kind of use as a flow for people to get you know for this content to be delivered? Is it just through email to a standard landing page in lead pages? Is it click funnels? Like what what else are you are you using anything in particular to build out these funnels? Nope, it's just uh, two tools, which would be, or I guess three, uh, would be Clavio, which is the email yep. backend, uh, leadpages.net, which is just host all the lead pages. I actually think that there's some better ones out there than them, uh, like Instapage and a couple of the other ones out there. Um, but we're we're kind of married to, to leadpages.net right now because we have so many of these pages in the wild now that we just sure. can't switch. Um sure. And it's not bad. Like they're they they have a good software. They're they're the largest guys out there. They were first on the block. Um, definitely, you know, still a great tool. Uh, and then we obviously use Gleam uh, because for the contest part, which is okay. still an integral part of what we're doing. Um, we're about to launch uh, our next contest coming up here uh, in June. Like I mentioned, we're recording this in, in late May. Uh, the next contest is going to be giving away a copy of our newest book, which we do. Excuse me, which we just released uh, a couple days ago. So it's a good way for us to constantly keep our new book title in front of people's face. And then if they don't win at the end of the month, then we can give them a, a discount to go buy it or whatever. Uh, everything that we do is, is long-term thinking. You know, we, we try not to ever say, go buy this, right? It's, mm. it's uh, hey, our, our new title's out uh, and we're launching a contest for our new title. Uh, if you, if you want to win, go sign up over here. And if they want to go buy it, they'll go buy it. But we don't have to tell them go buy it, and right. uh, you know we just we we do launch sales. If we just did a Memorial Day sale, I mean, there's like obviously certain times it just makes sense to say, hey, here's a discount, go buy stuff cheaper or whatever, and and here's like a buy 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 kind of message. But for the most part, we try to stay away from that. I mean, mm-hmm. we we try to be really selective uh, in our discounts, and we try to be really selective in we want you to give us money kind of messaging, and and to work more on building community and. And it, and it works because we can look at our open rate and our conversion rates and stuff and and see that that's working. And and it's real more to my personality anyway. I'm not like a – I hate forceful car salesman kind of right. personality type people, right? right. I mean, I've definitely never been a kind of guy that's like, uh, 
you know, give me money. I have the best thing ever. It's, I I just, I build, I work on building the best possible product and, and I'm proud of it. And people will figure that out as well. And you don't need to be the pushy salesman to make that happen. No, I I think this, the sale will follow. And I think uh, with that approach of delivering value and, and giving it to people, they're going to naturally, you know, like you said, they're, they're going to want to, uh, you know, help you out by actually paying for something after you've given them so much value. Um, so I, I love it. Uh, I'm really, I'm really excited that I was able to meet you number one and sit in on that, on that round table that we had. I, I learned a ton and just being around guys like you, I think it gets your thinking, uh, to, to think a little bit bigger. Um, and when you start talking about funnels, I'm like, you know, I gotta, I could definitely got to talk to Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome meeting you as well. Like I was, I mentioned this to you in an email, like I went to add you as a friend on Facebook afterwards and Facebook's like, you're so popular that you've run out of uh, fans or like there's a cap on the number of people that can be, can be friends with you. I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know that ahead of time. I would have been nervous around you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. No, I'm just, you, you, well, you've seen that in, in the thing. I'm just a regular dude, right? Yeah. Just, no, you're uh, awesome. man. I yeah. definitely, uh, yeah, really, was, really like meeting you a lot. Yeah, that de- definitely. We'll, we'll definitely keep in touch and, uh, we'll, uh, I'll definitely be picking your brain because I'm moving in, the, in this direction myself personally. And, uh, I got a couple other brands that I'm working with that we're going to be, uh, absolutely doing the funnel stuff. So definitely be reaching out to you and I'd love to hear some updates in the future. So just want to say again, thanks, man, for, uh, for coming on and sharing with us. You're very generous and I uh, wish you all the best, man. Thank you. And, uh, have a great, uh, June. Yeah, and take care of that sore body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go get one of those ice wraps, please. I need to, man. I need to. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Take no care. Good talking to you. Okay. So, right. I mean, was I kidding? Like, this is awesome stuff. I don't know if you guys are as excited as I am, but this stuff really gets me pumped, gets me excited, and makes me want to start yesterday. All right. Now, Again, I have to remind you that if you are not at that level to where you're going to be moving into this right here, okay, where you're going to start building this external traffic and these funnels and stuff, don't worry about it, right? We got to start somewhere, okay? So just understand that you don't have to be there right now, but just understand as well that this is what you will be doing and you're going to want to be doing. All right. So again, you can always bookmark this, you know, blog post or podcast, save it, whatever, and go back to it. You can download the show notes, the transcripts, all of that stuff. Um, again, that episode number is 219, the one that you're listening to right now. So that's the amazingseller.com forward slash 219. But man, oh man, right? I mean, it's exciting stuff. I mean, this is really, really cool stuff. And I'm excited to, uh, to dive into this area myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm just so thankful that I met up with Mike and he, uh, he really shed a lot of light, um, on what a successful business is doing right now off of Amazon, not just on Amazon. Uh, I do want to remind anyone that is brand new to this concept or this business model, the first place that you should start is by visiting my free resource for you, and that is freeprivatelabelcourse.com. That's where you will, you'll see the entire business model for Amazon selling and how to get your first product up and running on Amazon. So again, that's freeprivatelabelcourse.com. So definitely go check that 
that out. All right, guys, that's it. That is going to wrap up this episode, which was killer, by the way. Uh, that's going to wrap everything up. Again, go over, check out the show notes. Uh, let me know what you guys think about this. You guys uh, looking forward to doing this yourself? Is this something you want to hear more about? Let me know. Uh, you can either leave comments on the blog. You can you know, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you, you can just find me out there. You guys know where I am. Periscope, wh- wherever you guys want to find me, you guys know where I am. All right, so uh, that's it, guys. That is going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it extra loud today. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.